0: Hello there. Thank you for joining us again on the basic and the brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka
1: the basic and the brain. And we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party.
0: Yeah. I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine. Or white claw or whatever hard seltzer alcoholic drink of preference and join us for this week's episode. Never well, was fun. <laughs> Have I ever actually no that's a lie? We've had so many technical issues on this fucking show before so I'm not surprised. Um for our listeners <laughs> Uh, we literally just recorded about 20 minutes worth of content, some primo shit, might I add. And uh, we just found out that uh, Alina wasn't getting recorded throughout that whole, that whole situation.
1: Jesus, take the wheel. Um, and also for our listeners who missed this in the non-recorded version of this episode, um, I've been traveling for a week. And I sound like I have laryngitis. We're unclear: is it laryngitis? Is it COVID? Is it strep throat? We just don't know. I I pooped for the first time in a week today, so you know it's it's this is this is not the ideal situation um, for the technical glitch to happen. Um, and we were I was yeah. going in, man, on on our yeah. first topic, so I'm
0: Damn. yeah. Well, um, let's I guess jump right okay. into it again for a second time. Okay. Um, luckily, we were on the first headline, so y'all didn't miss too much. But hopefully, we can come in with some of the the witty comebacks that we were coming in with. Um, so, for our listeners, new and old, this is our BBQ segment, our basic bitch quickies, where we go through sort of the top headlines of the week, show reviews, uh, TikTok trends. Uh, last week, we went over vabbing, which uh, I'm sure oh my y'all god. one of our best performing videos mind you um on tiktok or not on tiktok on um, instagram but uh anyways we we go through all these headlines and then we give sort of our top of mind thoughts if you will um and uh with that are you ready for our first one our our most popular kardashian family update which by the way i'm getting sick of these hoes i'm gonna be real honest with you
1: oh uh, i like it i like the spiciness we're just fucking tired of having the same conversation week after week about them. Just give us something else. Just be a good.
0: Basically. Person. I think what it is is that, you know, we were talking about this before we found out that you weren't being recorded, but I think people are just <sighs> sick of them at this point and that social sentiment has basically turned left yeah. because of some of the out of touch shit that they're doing.
1: Yeah, so for our listeners, we'll do a very, very, very quick recap. Maddie gave an excellent recap before. Mine might be a little bit truncated um, this time around, but basically, um, the article or the headline is that Kris Jenner has apparently stepped in and told Kylie Jenner to slow down her spending amid the private jet uh, backlash. And long story short, Kylie had posted a photo of her and Travis on a runway, and the caption was, um, "Should we take mine or yours?" Which I, as I said before, personally, feel like that's a very poor financial decision to have two private jets in one family. But yeah. we'll go back to that later. Um, and then from that, I guess a lot of use, a lot of users, a lot of listeners were very, very—they're uh, just kind of up in arms, right? Because people are then diving into their use of their private jets, and Kylie has developed a new habit of taking a jet in lieu of a car. Like She's just decided I have all these three, four, $500,000 cars, but you know what? I'd rather take a jet to go uh, a 40 minute drive. So for example, um, there was one day when her jet took off in Camarillo, California, and landed in Van Nuys. It was a total of three minutes. That is incredibly horrible. I can't even speak anymore. For the
0: environment, and um, not just that yeah. too. I mean, it's also the precedent that she said this isn't the first time she's done this. Like this is quite common behavior, and it's only been in this past week that people have actually tracked her flight plans and found that Kylie Air has made these trips a multitude of times, which really irks me because as someone who has that much wealth, like you definitely have drivers on staff that could easily take you from point A to point B, and you could just be working in the back of your vehicle or being with your child or being on the phone or what have you, fact of the matter is, is we are in a pretty severe climate crisis. We've actually probably seen some pretty record, um, record temperatures this week to around the world. Oh my world, God. And all of a sudden, it comes out that you did some stupid shit like this. Now, what really got under my skin was, you know, everyone is saying, like, how unrelatable, how, like, far removed you are from, like, the, the problems of society. But also, on top of that, she decided as sort of what people are assuming is sort of like a PR stunt to showcase some form of relatability, she decided to go to Target, with Stormy and one of her nieces, I'm not sure which child, but one of them. As we all know, the Kardashian clan is huge, so one of the kids. I'm just going to say one of them. Um, and uh, apparently, users noticed that during this Target trip, it was completely empty. So it's kind of obvious that she called the Target in advance and asked them to shut down the store for her little trip. And on top of that, she ended up spending close to uh, maybe a little over $300 um, in toy purchases for for the children. Which kind of, I think xs out the relatability factor considering current um, economic situation for for most people in this country um, and around the world to be honest um, I think she yeah i i i'm angry i'm going to be honest I'm angry
1: so a couple of things, the first one being that we know that this is a publicity stunt because Kylie and Chris openly admitted on the, the Kardashians that they do not go to, they do not go to stores. They cannot Mm -hmm. shop in person. So that's number one. So we know that this is not just a regular outing for her and therefore it was a PR stunt gone bad. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing is that, you know what I I do understand the whole having to like lock out or um, close on the store for yourself because she does have that level of celebrity that I think that it's probably pretty unsafe for her to be in a quote unquote normal place um but again you know i i I know we had such good content before whatever you know what we were talking about how like first of all i don't know why anyone i i don't understand why people are so shocked that kylie's unrelatable this bitch has never fucking been relatable her she has been famous and she's like nine she like you know like there's nothing relatable about her i kind of appreciate the fact that she doesn't try to be but i my thing is just like the kardashians it's I think that their brand is maybe taking a hit because they are the least that like, they're not like, show me what makes them a good, good people. They yeah. don't help. They don't help anybody to our knowledge. They aren't necessarily philanthropic. They do stupid shit. Like they all have fucking private jets and they're flying yeah. for three minutes and they're flying, whatever yeah. they, you know, you, I haven't even seen them do like make a wish. Like they don't do anything for anyone but themselves. And, no, that's and that's so why, true. like, my tolerance for them is
0: so low these days. Well, I think, you know, you had mentioned this um, earlier when we first recorded the session about <laughs> how many sure. millions of dollars she's dropped in housing, right? And how apparently she's spending $400,000 a month on clothing for her and Stormy. And how, you know, like, these fucking jets are $5 million a year to fucking maintain. Um You know, part of the reason why I think we loved keeping up with the Kardashians is we got to see their growth, not just as humans, but overall their growth and, like, claim to fame and success, right? Does that mean the Kardashians didn't have money before? No, they did, but I think that they were a lot more reasonable. I think the wealth gap has grown so exponentially that now they have become so far removed and it has been one thing after one thing after. and for me we all know it started with that whole Disneyland bullshit where they basically <laughs> like cut everyone in the line like didn't allow anybody else to go on the rides with them and just like reserved whatever I think it was the tea cups which is also one of my favorite rides at Disneyland um the Mad Hatter tea party if you will but I you know, I feel like they've been doing one thing after another in the unrelated ability skill. And with the rise of the Kardashian show on Hulu, we're starting to see more of that separation where they're trying to be relatable. It's clearly not authentic. It's clearly not genuine. It's clearly forced as part of producer manipulation, if you will, um, to kind of seem normal, but in actuality, they're not. And um, to your point, like we're not really seeing them be good people, um, and then, you know, they do shit like this. Like, of course, you're going to expect like backlash from people. And I think we're seeing this like shift in soci- societal sentiment towards them. That's going, uh, like I said earlier, left. Um, I don't know how much longer the Kardashians are really going to be, um, popular for, to be honest. I think we're kind of seeing, you know, with every rise of an empire, there's also the fall. So maybe we're kind of seeing that in real time. Honestly, I feel like with currently where society's at, I can't tell you how many TikToks I've seen now where it's like, like when it comes to us, like finally eating the rich, like we're going for the Kardashians first. Like I can't tell you how many of those I've seen. Um, so it's, it's not looking good. Let's just say that.
1: I mean, I, I I don't disagree with any of that, and I, and I think to your point, I think that they 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 are ostracizing themselves, and it's you know every time you know Chloe's like people are so mean to me and but it's like because you're not fucking real anymore. I loved Chloe; I thought she was great. I was like, she's always real; she was honest. Bitch, is a fucking admit that she got lipo. No amount of diet and exercise will will change you that much with those proportions. For the record. So yeah. I don't know. I just I I I think it's 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 uh, the culmination of their brand, their again unrelatability, the fact that they're not doing anything with their platforms. Kim aside, Kim I think is doing stuff, but. At the same time, like, is it enough to overcome everything else that your family is doing or not doing? I don't think so. Um, but I also think we're part of the problem. Like we're the, we're the problem. We keep watching their show. We keep buying their brands. We keep telling ourselves that skims. I have tried multiple times now to buy shit from skims. Literally it could, it's like, so it's such poor quality. I don't care what anybody says. First I thought, Oh, just the clothes might be poor quality. No. I then went and bought the actual shapewear Trash. It rolls down. Like, I can't. I'm, I'm over it. Um, but anyway, I think we should move on because I'm going to end up, like, breaking out the hives or something, and I already have a really bad sunburn.
0: <laughs> I so. do want to end on one note, though, because I do agree with you that, you know, Kim is probably the one that has done the most philanthropic work with her, like, legal mm-hmm. stuff that she's been doing. Um, but I do want to end with, you know, someone on TikTok had mentioned, like... Why is it that we're getting so upset with Kylie about climate change, like with her behavior, with her jet, when we've basically been supporting these monsters who have been doing things that are non-climate friendly all these years? Like, have you seen the packaging and manufacturing of Kylie's lip gloss and her skin stuff? Same thing with Kim. Same thing with, like, Skims as well. Like, these aren't people who give a fuck about the environment at all and so um I thought it was a really good note that like oh all of a sudden we're up in arms about this when in actuality you know like we've to your point have been supporting these monsters for a long time and they feel like they can get away with us so
1: well I'm just glad that there's finally hopefully going to be some accountability I mean at least Kylie feels that, that it's you know there's accountability enough where she's like, oh, let me go and pretend that I shop at Target also to spend $300 in toys. It's like three toys. That's how you know she was in and out of that shit real quick.
0: Real um, quick. But okay, real also, quick. Yeah, I just, I also find it hilarious that this all came out during a week where everyone is like experiencing extremely high temperatures around the world. <laughs> like how beautifully coincidental was that?
1: <laughs> Can I tell you honestly, like if I, I obviously did believe in global warming before that, but if I did not the amount of chafing that's going on between my thighs. I walked like all around New York city today. I'm not kidding. Like my asshole and my underwear were soaking wet. Like it's just not normal. I'm sorry. I'm being a little bit crude. I'm talking about my pooping schedule. I'm talking about my butt being (laughs) dirty and sweaty. No, it's, 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 it, it was a scorcher out there friends. So let's all do our part. You know, save the turtles. If we're not saving, we're not saving the the fucking earth. Let's save the turtles at least. You know, use Seriously. your use your metal straws, guys.
0: Seriously. All right. Okay. On that note, on to our next right. topic. So uh, this is also kind of a two parter. So as you all know, Amber Heard has done her legal shenanigans where she was trying to claim mistrial based on the jury situation that happened a couple weeks ago. Um, she has apparently now. Appealed the original verdict uh, for, I believe, the eight million dollars that she needs to to pay, or was it ten million? I can't remember the exact amount. Um, and as a result, because basically the. Judge said, no, you had a fair trial. I'm not going to claim this as a mistrial. So as a result, she appealed the verdict. So we're going to go through the whole appeals process. We're going to see how this all plays out. And as a result, Johnny Depp has quickly countered Amber Heard's appeal of verdict with one of his own. Because remember, he got slapped with $2 million that he needed to pay, I believe. Um, And so now he's countered. And so I am feeling like we're going to see a whole plethora of messiness in the upcoming few months.
1: Um, So... I didn't, you know, I don't really understand all the legal stuff that's going on here, but this whole situation is kind of annoying at this point. I kind of feel like it's just a game. And I think it's actually like very disrespectful. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't necessarily think the American justice system is is this is the best or you know I don't, I don't know what it is or what it isn't but i know that there are definitely flaws in it but i just feel like it's just a complete fucking it's like turning into a circus at this point like oh you 100%. you want to do that well i'm going to do that and it's just like can we all just throw yeah. the fuck up like at this point um i kind of hope that they just say you know what amber heard you don't need to pay him any damages like johnny depp does not need 10 million dollars from amber heard i think we can yeah. all agree on that yeah. and um I, I I just feel like I just kind of want this to go away. Like Amber, you're not going to win. Johnny, you've already made her look like a fool. Let's all just like move on with yeah. our
0: lives. Yeah, I think the only reason he's doing it is because she did it. Um, oh, and yeah. it's just like trying to prove a point, right? And I think that both of them are letting their egos go at play when it's like just let this fucking go. Let's let this go. I'm sure Johnny doesn't want the fucking money. He just wanted to like. Like you said earlier, showcase that you are a fool in front of everyone in the world, and like make his you know stance known yeah. that he's not violent or he's not this or he's not that. You know.
1: Yeah, I also think though, like at this point, is she like she's insane? Does she realize how much money she's losing in legal fees? Yeah, yeah. Like every time you do this shit. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, I think Did that you they need see to like the... both kind of grow up.
0: Did you see the image uh, someone snapped of her shortly after the trial where she was like at a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls? Did you see this like in the Hamptons?
1: I think I did see that actually. Oh, in the Hamptons. Point I know. proven. We're I done. know. We're done
0: with that. I know. I was like I was like what's the point that we're trying to make here?
1: <laughs> also, not for nothing, TJ Maxx and Marshalls are a great place to shop. <laughs> oh,
0: I love both like yes, yes, 100%. Same. Yeah. Same. Love that shit.
1: I also maybe that was a PR stunt too. Oh, I'm so poor. I have to go TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Like, no, we're on to you, fuckers. Stop it. Stop. Celebrities need to just like chill the fuck out. We're Seriously? we're on to you. Stop. Stop we're trying you, to play assholes. Play us.
0: Pretty much. Okay. So I think we're we're done with that. We'll keep y'all updated on how this shit show fucking evolves. But um, for now, we are staunch believers that this needs to fucking end, and they both need to grow up. Um, with that note, I think we should go on to our next topic. So, um, as many of you already know, the new season of The Bachelorette has started this year. It is two bachelorettes, the two that got screwed by Clayton. Um, I think it's Gabrielle and Rachel. I think those are their their names. I don't know. I literally wasn't paying um, attention to the first episode. Pierre is a Daunch follower of the Bachelor and Bachelor. He fucking loves the show. It's wild to me. Sometimes I sit there, I'm like, who are you? Who did I marry for all these years? Um, but essentially it's it's kind of interesting what they're doing this season, where it's the two women, they all have the same group of men. And you're going to see it get convoluted pretty quickly where certain women are falling in love with certain men, but they like the other girl um, and they won't accept the rose from the girl who's like calling them up because they actually care for the other one. Um, and so you can just imagine how much of a cesspool that is for, for producer manipulation. Oh, oh my God. I mean, I'm getting hot and bothered about it. Uh, I can't. I actually can't wait to see like the level of, just fuckery that's going to play out in the season. But with that, there has, there's an article that got dropped this week where a new campaign is calling for fat inclusion on the Bachelor franchise. Now, mind you, for our listeners, your girl is, 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 is chonky. You know, I've been wanting representation on this show and I think reality shows in general. But even as I was reading this article, I kind of laughed a bit. Um, so essentially they want fat people on the show. They're like it's called roses for everybody. Um for everybody, sorry. And they're just they're wanting to advocate for body diversity because as we all know, the bachelor franchise has been or has been sort of incorporating more diversity on the show. And so they're saying, mm-hmm. well, it's great that you guys are being more diverse for BIPOC, but what about like different bodies on the show? Um can I can I read out what they're specifically asking for like the five demands? Yeah, they
1: have like five asks, right? Or five demands.
0: I just this cracked me up. So one is cast a minimum of five diverse fat people each season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't know why I'm laughing about this, but it's just <laughs> funny in the, the way that they're just listing this out as a demand. Give equitable non-fat identity focused screen time to the fat contestants. Uh, choose leads who specify that they will date diverse fat people. Uh, provide support to fat contestants, including inclusive clothing options when required for sponsored events, and mental health support to navigate anti-fat harassment from the audience. Uh, hire fat staff and production, and incorporate fat inclusion training from fat liberationists. So, <laughs> sorry, I don't know I'm why because you're laughing. <laughs> Well, I'm Um, laughing because like as someone who is like larger set, like I, my whole life, but you know what I mean? Like I am curvier. I am chubby. Like, let's not lie about that. There's nothing wrong with being chubby, but it just, for me, it's really funny seeing someone like list out these demands specifically what they want. I just thought things would, like, evolve naturally. But then Pierre came over and was like, because I was reading this out loud to him, and he was like, he was like, oh, he's like, this is actually great. He's like, can they start also including ugly people, too? Like, ugly normal people? (laughs) I was like, actually, that's a great request, too. Let's, like, list our demands on that (laughs) front. So, what do you, do you think that, like...
1: How do I, like, honestly, thinking about this from, like, the lens that my career is based on, how do you incorporate that in a way that's not, like, I feel like it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of situation.
0: Well, I think we should also talk about, like, the premise of the show and, like, the image that the show has always been is about, like, perfect people finding perfect love, right? Right. And it's like mm-hmm. if you're going to get real and gritty and include normal people, like normal people, diverse-looking folks, right? Will the show still be the same? And I don't necessarily. I mean, think absolutely
1: so. not. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's going to be the same. But I also just feel like I don't. I don't know. did do you start asking people like, would you date a fat person? Do you, like? That's would you very da- strange. Like, yeah, but that, that's exactly you're what I'm saying. People. How do you go about being inclusive yeah. without
0: and being then, uh, uh,
1: offensive?
0: Yeah, and because then also I'm thinking to myself like, okay, well then how fat is too fat? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they would start asking about a spectrum of fatness, because also fat like, are we going on the BMI scale, which is already a flawed thing? Are we talking about like, like how would you even make that a metric?
1: It's, yeah, it's, I, that, that's what I mean. Like, I, I think it's a damn like, like big that's big weird. Big like, that's fucking weird. Um, you know what's really interesting is that I actually, I read a book. You know I me, mean, I read like my little trash like chick flick novels. Yeah, and I don't know how I got this book, but I read a book and it was basically about this. Lo- oh my god, it might be about this woman's like life because apparently the person who started this mm-hmm. um, this campaign is led by Jenna Vesper from the Bachelor Recap podcast. Card, pretty sure that like this book is about a blogger who blogs about. The Bachelor, or I don't remember what they call it on in the book. Yeah. And she's she's fat, she's overweight. And mm-hmm. so they like have her on the show and she's like, No, I can't do that. That's gonna suck. Blah 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 blah. And then, you know, it's it's about um it's about her going through all those emotions, right? Like, oh my god, are they gonna like me? And yeah. then they could never like me. And then someone, you know, is like basically like the, the villain who's like, I'm just here to like become the next bachelor. bachelor. i would never date a fat girl. And then of yeah. course, like whatever, she finds love in the end, but blah, 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 all that shit. Um, and so I, I, I feel like, like if I'm a producer, if I'm a, if I'm a casting person, how, how do you, to your point, how do you create a metric for this? I
0: don't, I don't also know how you could, Already, like as a producer, I'm thinking of like getting people who are fat phobic just to create like wild, insane content on the show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because which I think you we'll can do already, more harm than good. Exactly, hundred percent. Like, I'm already thinking like they'll be able to get so many audiences, so many eyeballs, just like finding a way to twist this. Um, I also think too, you know. Like, because part of my, my thought process is, okay, well, this will probably evolve to someone who is overweight, who will end up being a bachelorette or a bachelor, right? Um, and then how do you avoid what, quote unquote, like people who fetishize fat people, like chubby chasers, like how do you avoid that situation or scenario evolving?
1: I This is going to sound bad, but I feel like that is the exact scenario you need, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, I'm, I guess- I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm serious, right? I. I. I feel like. I guess. I guess that that perspective was if the the lead was the you know heavier person. i don't only like saying fat. I'm, I, don't, I don't like that. But if that if the lead was the heavier person, yeah. I imagine that the people who are going to go onto the show, quote unquote, for the right reasons, are going to effectively be chubby chasers.
0: Well, not necessarily, because chubby chasers is like a niche term to describe people who like only go after fat women, who like love fat women. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like a fetishizing of fat women versus, Uh, you know, someone who like normal is just like, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm like, I have like diverse tastes of like women of all sizes, right? So it's like, how do you avoid that too? I also thought the weirdest demand on this list was higher fat staff and production. Well,
1: yeah, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, interesting. Like, we're going there. We're, we're really, really fucking shooting for the stars here. I feel yeah. like... Just just like we're, we're asking for everything at once, right? That's what I mean by that. Um, I, I get it, though, because they... Like, how do you... It's like the idea of hiring in diverse people, like a diverse population of people, so that they can then, like, be reflective of... You know, they can...
0: But then this is kind like of like a weird thing tools, exactly. because this is different from like normal diversity inclusion, I think in the workplace, because like diversity inclusion is typically around race, right? Which is something that you cannot change about yourself. For those who have been historically, Fair. right? While being like fat, like our bodies ebb and flow. So like, how is that something that once again, you would have a metric for because imagine that person like loses weight and is at the company, you know what I mean? Like, oh, since so like, oh, we lost our one fat person, we now need to hire another. Like that, that just seems very strange to me. And mind you, yeah, I could also point. just require additional education on the process, but I just don't think that it's I don't think it's equitable. No, no, a hundred
1: percent. I mean, I guess I I I feel like maybe the next step is for them to like because I feel like if you go from the influencers to you know just incorporating heavier people I I think that there's going to be a level of like ostracizing that happens or it's going to be uncomfortable maybe that's the point but but I guess my concern is Mm -hmm. that the people who will potentially get hurt aren't necessarily and I say that because I I, I was reading in an article that it was like oh you know that they brought in um what was it some, 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 there was a di- diverse metric and it was like they had a couple, but none of them have made it past. Oh, it was um, uh, people who identified as plus size and they have not made it past the first night. So it's like,
0: how Wait, has you, someone ever been plus size that haven't, that have actually made it that, on the show?
1: They identify as plus size. I don't know who they who are. Who the they didn't fuck has it.
0: ever been plus size on this fucking show? Technically,
1: I think I'm plus size from a size perspective.
0: Like clothing um, size. Stop. Please. No, but just, listen, listen, listen. You. But
1: that's what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm saying. So to your point, going by the metric, according to my BMI, I'm obese. I'm not obese. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't identify as close size, but yeah. I feel like from a, just like a, like a body measurement perspective, the clothes that I wear, stuff like that. Like, I think I, I could be uh, maybe custody, maybe not, you know, direct, not whatever, but, um,
0: yeah, That's wild to me that like our society is like, wow. Because when I think of plus size, I think of like, um, Ashley Graham, beautiful, gorgeous <sighs> plus size model. So beautiful. Mean? Like, damn, you know what I mean? And I just, I would think of that as plus size. And so I would actually like to see bodies like that on the bachelor and bachelorette to be honest. Yeah, um, for
1: sure. But, but, here's, but how I, you incorporate it? Like, how do you go from zero to a hundred? I, like I think right? what's
0: going to happen is, like, instead of just picking beautiful people, like, let's, like, actually look at, you know, a list of folks and get folks based on, I don't know, their realness, their authenticity. I don't know how they're picking people. I think part of the metrics is, like, skinny and pretty. I mean, it used to be skinny, pretty, and white, you know? And and that's, like, evolved as we've, like, gone on further. But instead of, like, skinny, just be like, okay, we're not going to have skinny be one of the including factors. But once again, I don't know how they're choosing people. I do have a question for you, though, is um, do you think ABC is actually going to move forward with body inclusivity?
1: I mean, I feel like there will eventually be enough pr- pressure which is awful that i have that there has to be pressure that's really sad yeah. but i feel like
0: well here's there the other question
1: mm-hmm.
0: here's the other question for you is do you actually think that there will be pressure like do you think our society would actually be open to it cuz my thought process i don't think so
1: i think i think that if this like movement takes takes on more or gets more momentum i think that there's a very real possibility i mean think about all of the other i feel like right right now in society like there is this like revolutionary just vibe and and you know we, yeah. that's the culture that we're living in right now where people are like you know they're warriors for what they believe in as opposed to just kind of like lying down and um i remember i, who just, I was talking
0: to mm-hmm. go ahead no go ahead no i should just
1: say that like you know, uh, they were telling me that they either they or their someone, their partner or something is like, is in is the medical industry and the number of like Americans that have become obese because of the pandemic is like, you know, so, so I'm saying like, is that more reflective? I think that the article said it's like 30% or a third of the, of the American population is considered over, you know, heavier. Um, so maybe, right? Maybe there's enough people that are like, fuck it. I want to see someone who looks like me on the bachelor, bachelorette. Maybe. I don't know; it's hard
0: to say. Uh, actually, I don't know how they US do it. US obesity in a way that's- prevalence uh, was forty one point nine percent in twenty seventeen through March twenty twenty. Um, oh wait, wait, wait! Hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I mean it's just increasing. <laughs> Percentage of adults age twenty and over with overweight, including obesity, seventy three point six percent from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. Nearly one in three. Okay, so we need to look more yes. in depth into this. Okay, but we will. Um, we will. We'll, yeah, we'll come back. To essentially, it. essentially, yeah. Obesity numbers, as we know in the U.S., are increasing. However, there is a part of me that feels like if we have yet, like if it took us this long to get the first. Black Bachelor and the first Black Bachelorette like in the past few years. Like I can only imagine what it's going to take to like, till we evolve to the point where we have like normal looking people and people that reflect the U.S. nation as a whole on the show. I also think too, like the Bachelor once again, and the Bachelorette, the franchise itself, the package of the show has been beautiful people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. finding beautiful love. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, think no, if I they agree. were to change that, like of the stereotypical, like what beauty standard is, I don't think it would be the same show. Now here's the thing. I don't give a fuck if they stay the same or if they decide to evolve. Like I watch it because of the messiness. Like I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I just love people yeah. being fucking messy. Um, also another note, if we ha- still haven't had a gay or lesbian bachelor, bachelorette, like, I, I also you know like what does that say like I don't think we're evolving quickly enough to see the brand change like that but that's my two that's cents a good and point. I'm being more yeah. of a, a negative Nancy I guess
1: that's a good point and I I would have to agree that I, I feel like there are maybe other other areas for diversification that might happen first yeah agreed but I guess we'll have to see
0: we'll have to see um, okay so uh, this one is I hope will be a quick one but. Uh this is an interesting TikTok debacle and it's around something called pink sauce. So this is this is funny because and I'll give sort of like a sh- short overview if you will. Apparently this like private chef created this thing called a pink sauce. And it's a mix of like honey, like dragon fruit, hot sauce, ranch. I, I don't know. It's a mix of things. People don't really know what's in the sauce. Um, and they started to sell it. Now, uh, part of the problem is is the uh, the nutritional facts have been wrong. You can't find an ingredients list. People have actually started getting sick from this sauce. Um, this is all happening through TikTok. And on top of that, it's not FDA approved. <laughs> and on top of that, um, people have been filming their sort of like once they receive it, what it looks like. And it has been inconsistent from like the texture to the flavor to the color, like the type of pink that it is. Um, and so everyone is losing their shit on TikTok over this pink sauce. Um, but also I feel bad for the business owner too, because it feels like they're like a first time business owner who's trying to understand the process with this type of stuff, with creating this kind of stuff and selling it. Um, but, uh, clearly, uh, they went about it the wrong way. And so it's blown up. Everyone is like, Ooh, um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on this.
1: Um, so as you know, I'm like, I'm still fighting TikTok, um, from a day to day perspective. But with that, like, I, I think my my first inclination is this is how you know that we as a society are in trouble. <laughs> the people are buying pink sauce. I'll say that again pink sauce.
0: It looks like fucking Pepto Bismol. Some... It looks like yeah, I, I, exactly real.
1: that looks disgusting. I would never fucking eat that from like yeah. some random person that's, I think, is just making this like at home. Mm-hmm. in her house. Does she know if there's any kind of like, I don't, I don't know. She's a chef. So I hope that she has food safety knowledge, but like that's not food safety. I I read that like this shit is literally shipped like in a plastic bag in the mail. Yeah. And uh, there's like, a lot of stuff in there that should have preservatives at the very least. Yeah, um,
0: and nobody knows yeah, what's I, on I, I, it. it's in this sauce, by the way. So, like, if you go on the website, exactly. there's no information on there. You don't really know what the serving sizes are. Apparently, at some point, like the nutritional facts said that the serving size was 444, like 404. like servings in the fucking thing Um, and people were actually calculating the caloric information and nutritional information they were like this doesn't make sense and so I guess the chef had to come out the owner of the business and was just like oh it was a mistake it's actually 444 grams in the entirety of the bottle Um, and everyone was like how could you make that big of a fuck up? Uh, Well she has no fucking idea what she's
1: doing 444 grams that's I, I I, again, I I just divert. The only thing I have to say about this is like we are fucking dumb. We are dumb. <laughs> Society is fucked.
0: I mean, it kind of is interesting though because you know, to your point, a lot of people were saying the same thing on TikTok. Like you're the fucking idiot who decided to buy this like pink sauce off of someone from. TikTok without doing your due diligence and it kind of brings me back to the point that like we're so quick to like I feel like there's a part of people where social media is like really good to helping businesses grow and creating community and connection in a lot of ways but then there's the other side which is kind of the ugly side where people just kind of jump onto things and believe things and believe information as it's being told to them versus once again doing their due diligence. And this is like a really good case of that. Um, But I also think that the owner doesn't mean to be malicious. I just think that they don't know what the fuck they're doing.
1: Yeah, I get it. But again, this is on us as like stupid idiots who are just going out there and like, let me put this in my mouth. That's like, what are we? Are we like a toddler? You know, toddlers will like put like bugs and stuff in their mouths. I don't know. I I imagine kids do that. I don't have a kid. But it just, I just don't understand. Like who, who thought that was a good idea? But again, the fact that we are so quick to go and just be like, "Oh my god, I need that!" Oh my god, I gotta but try also, it just for the sake of doing it. Like, it's it's like the idea. Like, if someone jumped off a bridge, are you gonna say, "Gotta try that" because they did it on TikTok? Not fun. What I hope nobody does that.
0: But also, can we just talk about like how like I'm sure this was like part of like the marketing of the product, but it does not look appetizing. It literally looks like pipped up. I would no. not put pipped up on my fucking wings. Like you, no. I thought that was weird. I thought that was really strange that people I were like, know, oh, sauce looks pretty. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that does not look appetizing. Yeah.
1: No, it <laughs> Y'all look crazy. looks like medication. <laughs>
0: it's like, I Jesus don't like Christ. It. Anyway, I so I thought we power. should talk about that just because that has been sort of in the headlines lately. Um, on to the next thing that happened this weekend. So as we all know, San Diego Comic-Con is this weekend. Um, and uh, I figured we could kind of go over some of the more notable moments, which were two. Uh, one is Marvel's content announcement for like the next fucking decade. Um I don't know about you, Alina, but I have always loved superhero movies to like a degree, right? Um, I'm superheroed out. And when I heard this announcement and saw the content that's coming out for phase five, because they're ending phase four, which by the way, holy shit, the fact that they've already made it to phase four in the Marvel world, wild. Um, but like now there's like phases. How many phases are there? I Fuck if I know. Folk okay, I know. All I know is that there is phase five and then phase six, and it feels like there are multiple Marvel movies that are being released a year now. Versus when it used to remember when like movies used to be like one big blockbuster a year. It is now like a multiple, and also they're yeah. having shows on Disney Plus. So I feel very marvelled out, and I don't know how long they can keep this train running for.
1: I, I, I it's a moneymaker, right? It's a moneymaker, so. I imagine they're going to keep this train rolling until until the wheels fall off.
0: So I have a question for you because I was thinking about this in the sense of I feel like we've never seen a big brand like this be able to shoot out such like high um, high commercialization value content time and time again. This is like the yeah. first marvel, right? Like it is literally the first where it's like, all coming from sort of the similar creators, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, like, high commercialization hitters. Um, you know, the last one I can think of is, like, the Star Wars franchise, right? And as we know, once Disney caught on to Star Wars and bought the franchise out uh it is now being squeezed for every dollar that it is yeah. fucking worth and i think a lot of people especially like tr- like die hard fans are getting pissed off right with disney as a whole for for doing that to the content um i wonder when it will like run out of steam like i think like that's where we're getting to right now with star wars where people are kind of getting sick of their shit and i have a feeling that marvel is kind of going down that path too
1: um, I feel. I, I don't know. I've never seen a Star Wars movie in my life. I've seen some Marvel movies, and I think that they're more entertaining than I'd like to admit. Um, I, I, that's I right. Like admit least,
0: that you love superheroes. <laughs> Just admit it.
1: It's I fine. would. I wouldn't say I love superheroes. Or that I enjoy the movies when I'm like, what do I watch? Um. I think though, like Star Wars, it's all the same storyline. Whereas like Marvel, I know it's all interconnected, but at the end of the day, there are still different plots, there are still different characters, There's different cities. It's like you're looking for the Easter egg as opposed to like continuity of the story. Yeah. And so, I I'm inclined to think that there is way more longevity, and the runway for that is a lot longer because, like, you know, I think if they were if they were doing the same character over and over and over and over and over, and over like Wonder Woman we've had two or three now we're probably fucking bored of that shit um yeah. i mean but then but then you have like the batman one right like how many fucking batmen are there i think we're over that now and like uh, but but at the same time people are always going to go people are always going to see it and so i don't that's i don't see that going anywhere anytime soon the studios are going to continue to pump money into it because that's how they make their money back right they don't a shit if we're interested or if we're mad about who they cast no what do they want eyeballs oh so 100%. I think the only way, like, it's like the, the Kardashians, right? Like, we all, all were tired of you. You guys are bad for the environment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, motherfucker, you're still buying that Kylie lip
0: kit. <laughs> I wonder if I'm just becoming a little bit of a pessimist, if this is just with age, where I'm just like, it feels like the same things are playing out over and over and over again. And I think this is the first time where we're seeing, like I said, sort of like high commercialization value franchise that is spitting out really great content. But for example... They came out with Doctor Strange 2. Did you see that? The, what is it, something, Multiverse of Madness? Absolute flop. Like, everyone thought it was, like, one of the worst Marvel movies ever. And so I'm just wondering, like I said, like, am I just getting old to the point where I'm like, oh, this shit is going to die out soon and it's like me being a pessimistic Pam? Or, like, could you imagine, like, where they're just grinding out so much content that at some point they're like, ah, shit, we're not making money anymore. And they've already dedicated, like, literally agreed to or confirmed, like, a decade's worth of fucking content now based on (laughs) Comic-Con.
1: Yeah. But again, think about like Marvel. When was that created, right? People are still diehard collectors and watchers and like, look at me. I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about Marvel. New as a comic, but like I couldn't tell you the difference between the DC and the Marvel and whatever it is. And like, I'll I'll watch the movies if I'm like home and I'm like, Oh, what do I want to do? Or, you know? Um, And then I also think that like, there are going to be different generations that come up on it. Think about things like think about star Wars, right? Like the fact that star Wars started, decades ago, and it's still around. They're still pumping money into that, too. Also, I think that like if if somehow halfway through the decade and there's already all this planned programming, at any given time, they can just pull the plug on it. So, and I think they will. That's
0: also fair. Yeah. No, so, that's a good point. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, okay. So, the next big thing, um, and this was an interesting one. So, as you know, this is sort of the opposite of Marvel. We're going to be talking about Warner Bros. in D.C., uh, they had a bit of a muted appearance at Comic-Con this year. And so much muted so... Muted meaning
1: like they were just quiet or they weren't there? Uh, no, they were understand. just
0: quiet. Usually it's like, you know, you'll have multitude of halls where they'll make a multitude of announcements and they'll talk about content that's like coming out and not just in 2022, but also in 2023 and beyond. Um, and they only talked about their 2022 content. Um, and... Uh, it's interesting that the, the title of the article for this was With a 2023 slate hobbled by controversial stars, Warner Bros. and DC stick to 2022 titles in muted Comic-Con appearance. So essentially, they did not talk about Aquaman 2, which is supposed to come out in 2023, or The Flash. And Aquaman 2, as we know, stars Amber Heard and The Flash stars Ezra Miller. I mean,
1: How this, long can they keep me... this up for, though? <laughs> Yeah, I think at some point they're gonna just have to like just grow a set of balls and just talk about it. We know, yeah, we all know. Um, unless they're gonna cut the movies entirely, which I feel like that would be a bad decision. And yeah. also, like we are like, we are goldfish. Like we are all so dumb these days. I feel like sorry, yeah. you could. Die. I'm my I'm getting cranky because I'm getting tired. Um, <laughs> but I'm just really. Yeah. Um, so sorry. Sorry to all of our listeners. You're hearing the like bitchy Alina that comes out when she's hangry. Um, but I feel like we, our ability to forget things is really fucking quick. I had forgotten about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. And I don't think that that is going to necessarily like stop people from going to support or going to watch the movie. I also yeah. think that like Jason Momoa is like here in people's books and yeah. literally Amber Heard is like, oh, you're Johnny Depp's ex that happens to be in a movie. I don't think anyone fucking cares about her. I think Ezra Miller and his whole weird – all the weird shit he's doing, sure. Um, but again, I think, like, if you are a fan enough that you're going to, like, go to a movie – to uh, the movies to see it, I think you're still going to see it.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. What, what do you think?
0: Um, I think I'm of the mindset that, like, they're in a pretty precarious situation where – essentially two of what they expected to be heavy hitter movies. You know, Aquaman is part of the Justice League, if you will, um, as well as, like, The Flash. And these are supposed to be two massive-ass titles. And instead of talking about this, they literally talked about Black Adam and I think Shazam 2. I never watched the first Shazam. I don't really know what it's about, but... Um, it just seems to me that they're avoiding it like the plague so much so that they're losing marketing opportunities. Um, And on top of that, it also makes me question like what's actually going to happen to these titles. I think, you know, with Ezra Miller, I, I really don't know where that's going to go because some of the stuff that's come out about them in the past, like few months has been pretty fucking wild. Um, and I honestly think you know, we talked about this before about the separation of the art from the artist, but mm-hmm. like when they're that fundamentally shitty of a person and they could still financially and in- mon- like monetize their appearance from that, like should we be doing that for bad people? And I don't think we should be. Same thing with Amber Heard.
1: I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But I also think at the end of the day, like the studio, are going to be thinking about their pockets, not necessarily their morals. Oh, and I 100%, feel like, hundred yeah. percent. So I, I, I don't understand if they're going to cut them. Sure. So they're just not necessarily going to like flaunt it, but I yeah. think that they're still going to, I feel like they would rather take a loss and like, take a loss in profits that like, you know, additional marketing could have brought them. Yeah. Then have negative press by like talking about it and doing all these things, I think that they're being really
0: strategic about it. I but also I also think-, think not talking about it though, right now, like when the movie comes out, they're literally just avoiding talk about it and talk about the scandal around it until it comes out. Like people aren't going to forget that easily, I don't think. Especially like when you have, I am... you have like literally people who created these like petitions that like made it up to millions and millions of like signees saying that we're not gonna watch this shit um, if okay. Amber Heard is in it. So like, <laughs> And I also think there's lots of vitriol because Johnny Depp, I hate, like, I hate to say all of this, but like Johnny Depp is a very beloved human being and character and actor, I think. And also because we've seen so much of the good that he's done. Like he literally dresses up as fucking Captain Jack Sparrow and like goes to like cancer hospitals to be with children. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just, I feel like it's going to be a very hard thing to forget.
1: I agree. I, I kind of, I disagree. I think that people, I really think that people have the, we have the attention span of like, um, fly and I don't know. And, and so I really just feel, I feel like people are gonna, you know, everybody wants to fucking get on their soapbox and talk about what's right and what's wrong and blah, blah, blah. You tell me when Kylie, when Kylie Jenner is not a quote unquote 900 millionaire or billionaire. And when they're, no, listen to me. We're all so angry at her for riding her fucking jet three minutes or whatever it is and for flaunting shit in our faces. You, you tell me when she starts to lose Instagram followers, when she suddenly loses brand endorsements, when we stop buying her skincare products, then I'll believe that people can remember shit and that well, they actually care enough.
0: I've also never purchased anything from a Kardashian before. so. I,
1: but that's but you, right? Obviously, <laughs> yeah. you're not the people that are like enabling their, their money, but yeah. I guarantee you that those same people, if a fucking product comes out that they want, they're going to buy it anyway. And and I just, I don't know. That's how I feel.
0: No, I agree with you. But I also think like, it's like a a double-edged sword, right? Where it's like part of the power is in the hands of the people. It's like if you want people to pay for their mistakes and I don't know, like actually ensure that studios are, you know, upholding a certain level of good, to a degree, then, you know, we have the power to do this. So, but on the other hand, we have seen the ugliness of that via like cancel culture. And I think like the massive swing towards that where it's like, you're guilty until proven innocent. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this will land, but I I did think it was interesting that um, because of the controversy, all of a sudden you're seeing people trying to, or the studios trying to hide certain content when they would typically be fully blasting they would have like a specific hall booked they'd be having these people coming and speaking about the content um and instead it's uh it's it's definitely an interesting approach
1: yeah i mean we'll see we'll see how it goes right bury your head in the sand and hope to god that it fucking goes away or dress it head <laughs> head, head, head on right and i and i there are a lot of people that i bet you have had success with burying their head in the sand so
0: Fair enough. Um, yeah, works. I think with that, we got to get you into bed, or I guess get you food and then get you into bed. Um, I
1: got to pack. I got to be able to for the airport.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that uh, whatever you got is uh, all healed up <laughs> <by> tomorrow morning <laughs> and vid. that you make it home safely to the babies. Yeah. Um, well, ba- and by babies, yeah, I mean the dogs, guys. The boys. <laughs> I mean the dogs. The boys. The boys.
1: Um, but yeah, I'm excited and um, looking forward to our episode that we're recording when I'm mm. home. after I've slept, so it won't be so bitchy. Maybe it'll be fine. I mean,
0: we kind of yeah. want you to be a little bitchy. It's going to be a good one. We're going to talk about cougars, you guys. We're we're all for it. Yay. Um, and on that note, we'll see you all on Wednesday.
1: See you Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic and the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests.
0: Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover and we'll talk to you all later.